call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of grease in my hand. Then we tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best. They call me the Greedy Man. What's up, you motherfuckers? How we doing on a Sunday morning? Come from my Sunday morning coming down. Running down my Hello and welcome to the Po Boys Podcast. I'm your host Jody B, and I got a brand new episode for that ass. Now today's guest is very special, and I'm not. You know, there's a few people to thank in the process. Big shout out to Mr. David, the producer for uh, arranging this this glorious meeting uh, but I had a chance to sit down with a legend and, and have a nice long conversation uh, my guest is the Reverend Bob Levy it's crazy because you know he he's apparently was very popular at the time that I, I wasn't very connected with the internet and satellite radio and shit so I've, I don't think I've ever listened to an episode of the Howard Stern show to be honest with you so when this opportunity presented itself i I had to do a lot of of research (laughs) digging around and trying to at least know kind of what to talk about this dude and man that's a it's a a a lot of damage (laughs) lay in wake of bob (laughs) and and also a lot of really good uh stone cold fans man the people love him or hate him so i'm really glad that i got a moment to talk with him he could have done anything, but he decided to, to give me his time. So I appreciate that. Um, he's doing work with his kid now. They're out gallivanting, doing music shit. And uh, we get a, a special cameo performance towards the end. It's not great audio, but uh, what am I going to say? No. Fucking play that shit. That's what you're going to get into it, man. You motherfuckers, buckle up. talk about your lovers and your backdoor pimps you can talk about your hollywood fags if you want to know the baddest motherfucker in the world then i'm the greatest lover alive jackie onassis was a snuff queen for me before she ever got rich and it would take the average man a day and a half just to satisfy that bitch why the queen of england gave me the key to the whole damn country of france and it only took me 15 minutes to get into her pants Well, I fucked them all from coast to coast, cause honey, that's my bag. In fact, I'm the only guy in the world that can make Linda Lovelace gag.
my dick's so goddamn big, it's just that I know how to use it. And I'll never let no nickel-dime whore ever get the chance to abuse it. They can suck it for hours and hours on end, but I'll still be in control. And I won't come till I want to come, cause that's my jelly roll. Now there ain't no woman no match for me, I've had them try to wear me down. I fucked them barmaids and bank clerks, I even fucked a circus clown. Teachers and lawyers, doctors and lord, them fat women sure are drag. I tell you, I'm the only motherfucker in the world that can make Linda Lovelace gag. Oh, Lord. Lord Jesus. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. The Po' Boys Podcast. Got a new episode and a wonderful guest. Um... We're going to have to fill this one out because it's almost like dealing with a legend in a sense. Uh, my guest is a writer, producer, uh, podcaster, broadcaster, stand-up comic, songwriter, uh, slapper of douchebags, uh, poonhound, and all-around bad motherfucker, the man, the myth, the legend, the reverend. Bob Levy. How you doing? Wow. What's up, Jody B? I had an intro. I thought you were bringing somebody else on. I was like, fuck. Oh, man. I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm going to be on hold for a while listening to this fucking superstar. But I didn't realize I was the fucking superstar, goddammit, yelling out here with open windows so everybody could fucking hear. Good. Because my ears broke. Oh, that breaks my fucking heart. Guys, this poor, uh. poor man <laughs> sitting in his 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 palatial estate <laughs> in yeah. ball in ball soup because of a recent uh indiscretion with the almighty god himself uh has been left without yeah. the pleasantries of air conditioning <laughs> and has been sweating his yeah. fucking balls off <laughs> it did. well it's not that today or last night but the other days it was just pouring off me i'm typing and sweating on twitter and i'm like this isn't fucking right you know but it, it's just fucking God. Do you think God made a plan for this uh, act of God to happen? He's like, wow, he's having a great time in Atlantic City. He's killing. I'm going to fucking ruin his night when he comes back. There's going to be no air conditioning. And when it goes on, whatever time these fucking idiots fix it, which was probably 14 hours later, that we're going to put a surge in there and fucking blow out his, his uh, central AC unit because life is just turning around for him again after his fucking accident, and now we'll just make him fucking more miserable because it's been a bad year already. Let's make it fucking worse. Keeping you humble, man. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Keeping me. I don't want to be fucking humble. I don't like being fucking humble then, okay? If this is fucking humble, you know what I mean? Being able to smell my own balls sitting on the couch, I don't want to be fucking humble. <laughs> I've been there so many times, bro. That shit is depressing. It'll make you want to stab somebody. It's probably a good thing you're staying inside. <laughs> well, yeah, smelling my balls, you're fucking damn right it would. <laughs> yeah. Better than being outside smelling New Jersey, huh? <laughs> well, I had to cancel my gig Friday night because I was like, fucking, if I go out, I'm going to kill somebody because right. I was that angry. And then, and then when I bought the air conditioner off the guy that has some European plug or whatever, I have to re-fucking do my whole fucking system. I was like, this isn't fucking happening. You know what I mean? I'm fucking lugging this fucking huge thing around. 
So what it's is fucking it? huge? Did it have like a? I know, like in England, you gotta have a different. Is it like an England plug thing, or is it just because it's bigger, like a dryer? No, it have like a fatter fucking like, plug. Yeah, no, it's it, instead of going straight down the two the two narrow ones, they go sideways. So it's very like a ten twenty, not a ten ten or something. I think I have ten ten in the house. Oh shit! You know, so I'd have to redo my electric to get it, and I'm like. You know, the dude's fucking telling me, you know, what I, he had a guy do it, just have someone do it. And I'm like, dude, I, you know what I mean? I put in a, I bought a fucking air conditioner so it could work. Not so I could fucking redo my fucking wiring. So basically, you know, I'm bringing it back. I kind of convinced him that he should take it back in a nice way, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you can have just the AC and, or you can have the AC with a foot in the ass. Which one would you prefer, sir? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? You're still going to give me my money back, but you're going to have a foot in your ass and not an AC. So you might as well take this fucking thing back. And my whole fucking, it's because we had a power outage here. I'm in Atlantic City doing a gig. I'm getting emails from the fucking township saying the electric is out because of a storm, which I didn't know it was a fucking storm because I was 40 minutes away and there was no storm there. And I come home, it's fucking 100 degrees in the house. The dogs are like fucking, you know, they look like they just fucking were at an orgy for fucking eight hours. They were so out of breath and shit. Just sweaty and and sticky. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it was fucking horrible. And then, you know, I told the guy comes in, looks at it, and he goes, oh, it's kind of shot. You know, it looks like the condenser blew. And I go, well, it was because it shut off and it went on again. And... He goes, yeah, that's probably what happened. I call up the place, right? Now it's not covered. You know what I mean? I have insurance on it, but it's not covered. Nope. Because <laughs> they only cover the fucking to make the fan go and the wires that go to it, okay? They don't cover any. So I go, see, basically, I don't have coverage. I don't really need to fucking pay $12 a month because I can fucking buy a wire for $5, you know? That's it. <laughs> that's how they get yeah. you, man. They so, fucking, you pay for that insurance and they fuck you. <laughs> It's fucking unbelievable. So I call up, you know what I mean? He says because of the storm. I thought it was from the storm, too, from being shut off and shut on, you know, went on again. And it wasn't spinning when it came on. And I heard it kind of grinding and, you know, and then fucking like some liquid came out of it. It fucking came or something. I don't fucking know. I don't really know air conditioning. And I call up and I said, I go, this is your fault. Why am I paying for this? And she goes, it's an act of God. I go, I, I go, really? A fucking act of God. You know what I mean? I go, the act of God started with you first. It attacked you, and then it affected me. So it's your fucking fault. And she's like, no, actually, it's under the contract, you know, an act of God. I go, I've never heard anybody fucking tell me about an act of God. I go, what if I don't believe in God? Right. God's not then, real. Then, but, that doesn't help me at all, you fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, if I don't believe in God, can it be an act of God? Can it be? It was the god of thunder. It was Zeus. Yeah, but it has not. It has not. It, there's no fucking ruling on this. You know what I mean? It's not like I can go to the incident replay, refs. You know, I'm fucked. And she goes, well, the, you know, you, you, we don't cover it now. And now they came and estimated it's six grand. And I'm like, fuck, you know, I will look like white trash and stick fucking goddamn air conditioning units in here. I ain't giving them fucking six grand. Uh-huh. I gotta know somebody. 
that fucking needs some fucking drug money to fucking fix this thing, Chief. Hey, buddy. I got two Echidista units in my uh, my shed right now. You got to drive your ass down here, though. It's going to take a minute. But <laughs> Where do you live? Arkansas. Get driving, motherfucker. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't want to come in when you're banging your sister or something. You know what I mean? Sir, with all due respect, it's cousins here. Sisters is more of a oh, West okay. Virginia thing. More of a over on the East Coast, Carolinas and shit like that. All right, so you guys are a little more classy. I get what you're trying to That's say, right. to Jody B. I feel like a pussy now, and I'm I'm only thirty. But thinking about being a kid, I mean, we were poor as fuck. We didn't have air conditioning in, in cars. Well, you live anything. in you live in Arkansas. It wasn't even invented when you were a fucking kid. No, <laughs> and it's it's crazy to me to think how much I'm spoiled. Because brother, let me tell you something. I work outside of this shit every day. So when I come home. My shit's on 70, and that's where it stays. I want the house to take my fucking breath away when I walk in. That's what I pay for, and that's what I work for. And goddammit, if that's the only luxury I'm afforded, then we're going to have air conditioning. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think everybody has... I mean, you can get fucking like terrorists out of this fucking country if you just turned off their AC in the summer. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. You, know, you can't live. You can't. There's no fucking way, because... Like, you know, you, they go get a, get a full breeze going through the house. You open up the windows and you don't even see the fucking little curtains move an inch. And you're like, it's just fucking heat pouring in now. Uh, like a dog breathing on your fucking neck. I hate it, man. Oh, yeah. I get it, It's off. even hotter than that. You know what I mean? You know, you don't get, well, you get an erection, but, you know, when a dog does that, but not with the window. I don't know. It depends on how big your dog is, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, I got I got a black lab, and, uh, you know, That'll so he's pretty big. <laughs> They're good. They're good dogs, man. They're loyal. I got a buddy that trains them. And, you know, you talk about weird people doing weird shit. This motherfucker, at one point, was renting these dogs out for, I think, three or $400 a day. He would rent these dogs for catching ducks. Like, you shoot them, and then the dogs... Oh, I thought it was some kind of dog sex slave thing. Holy well, shit. So so here's the weird part, okay? Uh, oh, okay. It's, it's about dominance. That's how those kind of people work with their dogs. They, they have... Some of them have weird training techniques. And he told me one time that some of these other dudes that he hangs out with in order to establish dominance and trust over their dogs. No, you go in there, you go in there. fucking jack them dogs and just blah, 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 blah. And then when they're laying there on their back all fucked up, it's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm the boss. And that's how they do their thing. I- I would think the dog is still the boss. If, I, if, if I'm a dog and I just get jerked off, I'd be like, no, 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 no. You, you fucking grab the duck. Okay, you win. <laughs> you know, you, yeah, you just jacked me off, you fucking idiot. People do weird shit, man. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't even think that's even real. I think that's just an excuse to jerk a dog off. That's it? <laughs> it doesn't do anything? You just like jacking off yeah. dogs, you nasty fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like a guy got caught and he goes, no, no, no you don't understand. It's, a, it's like a dominance thing. Right, and you're like, wow, man. <laughs> Will you come over to my house and teach my dog how to be dominant, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, shit gets weird. I got the hand of a young fucking child. Yes, that shit is soft. It's like it's like silk palm. Look at that. Bam. It's, Man, that dog came in about two minutes. You know there are people that make a lot of money to jerk off animals, Bob. That's a, a healthy industry in this day and age. Well, whether it be well, 
the horses, right? Cows, horses, shit like that. Yeah, man. You don't jerk off a cow. A cow has a pussy. Well, the uh, bull. Jerking bull dicks. Okay. Don't that sound fun? Well, I mean, it, it's going to use, you know, both hands, I guess, you do it, you know? I don't know. I think there's a sleeve, like this big, big tube. They stick it in there. But apparently, uh, uh, bull jizz is very expensive because you can make big, healthy, hearty... Oh, believe me, I tried to buy it on fucking eBay. They fucking tried to be- beat me on that shit. <laughs> you know, I tried to get a gallon jug of bull fucking cum, and they wouldn't fucking, you know, they, they said it cost $40 to mail. I was like, fuck that. See, I thought maybe you lost at the last minute to Andy Dick or something. Fucking lost out. God damn it, yeah, yeah, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> he went into the fucking business and guzzled it. Oh, man. I'm glad that we see eye to eye. Bob, there's something. Yeah. The thing is, man, to be honest with you, um, I don't know a lot about you. I didn't know a lot about you until this whole thing kind of came to, together. And I've spent the last week studying Bob Levy. Well, you shouldn't have studied because oh, I just talk about whatever. I'd rather talk about bulges than me. You know what I mean? I could talk about anything. I'm the greatest fucking guest you'll ever have in your fucking life, man. I agree. I, you know, I don't, I'm not <laughs> preset. I, no fucking pre-com here, motherfucker. I just come up and fly. I think that it's it's pretty amazing you're you're almost like a, a a dying breed in the sense of the comedy world right now you're an old school dude uh you, you've got that that new york swag that ball bust thing and it's something that you really mm-hmm. don't see a lot of anymore these days people don't like to be edgy anymore um because they get in trouble bob you know what i'm saying you get, you get i don't give a fuck about getting trouble. i was getting in trouble my whole life before comedy you don't you think comedy's gonna fucking put me in jail I should have been in jail a long time ago. You know, this shit, this shit if somebody's offended, you can fucking leave, you know? Uh, you know, I just said one joke that they didn't fucking get, you know. Uh, you know, they it's, it's all this racial tension, which really isn't at a comedy club, but white people make it uncomfortable. Like, there was like four people that were black at the show six or something like that the other night. And I just think of this thing and I go, you know, I hate when all these white people say, uh, you know, I have black friends. You know what I mean? That's such a bullshit thing. I really think it is. Right. And I'm like, I have black neighbors. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, I live next to a prison. And I thought, it, I loved it. You know what I mean? When I thought about it, you know? I, and and then I just get a ooh from all the fucking white people. And I'm like, oh, we went there. You know what I mean? Well, you want me to break this out is where the statistics going. that mo- more fucking prisons aren't full of black people? Is that not a real thing? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but it's actually me trying to say that it's wrong because more black people get arrested for stupid crimes. Because I know, uh, you know, yes. I, I was in there before for a few days and I got to talk to a lot of people. And a lot of them are just bullshit, you know, weed things and just, you know, it's just fucked getting up, a little man. loud or something. But, you know, I got, I said, you just can't get loud, you know? Some people can get away with it. Uh, Joey Diaz has a joke that he talks, he said at least five mm-hmm. or six times, and he wasn't doing a bit. He was just talking to somebody. And he's, you know, Joey spent a couple years in prison, and uh, somebody was asking about what it's like. And he said, oh, man, it's just loud. He said, you think black people are loud in a movie theater? <laughs> oh yeah it's fucking loud believe me i was there for four days it was fucking loud right hey all you hear is shut the fuck up and you know what i mean this guy's fucking singing fucking rap songs next to me 
And I'm like, shut the fuck up. And then he's like, fucking. Then I, in the middle of the night, I hear, I don't belong here. I shouldn't be here. I want my mommy. You know, like in Shawshank. Right. And I just had to laugh at that point. Because you don't sleep because you got basically guards if they're mad at you like they were at me. Because they threw me in the psycho ward because I just lost my fucking one after them right away. And fucking, because, you know, they called me a prisoner. I'm not a fucking prisoner, motherfucker. You know? And it started from there. And they would come in and just raid my, my cell anytime, like seven times a fucking day and night and fucking look at my asshole. And I'm like, you know, after the second time, you know what I mean? I think they're doing it, you know. Just for pleasure. Off the record. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? And I said, I looked at one guy and I go, if we find anything in my asshole, we're splitting it. That's... You know? <laughs> I mean, what am I going to put in my hand? Now Come I'm already on, there, okay? Look, look. We, we've been through this right. when I got there, okay? <laughs> where where am I going to... What am I going to have? Uh, an act of God bringing in fucking Coke or something so I can sell in there? I don't know, dude. I think at that point I would have tried to stick something in my ass just for the pleasure of it. But the weirder the better, like a pack of grape jelly or something. Just cram it in there and then be like, oh, there's something in there. Why don't you get it out, fuckface? <laughs> Well, I kids. almost fucking goddamn fucking shat on them. You know what I mean? Because they make you bend over and cough. And you know what I mean? I didn't eat for three days. Before, you know, the fourth day, I kind of had a little pancake, but I couldn't. The food is just, it's unbelievable how you can make even like big ziti with no cheese on it, just sauce. Just tastes like nothing, like cardboard. And it was just fucking incredible, you know? And it was just awful. But then, you know, after two days, they I talked to them and they kind of, they liked me then, you know. But, it, you know, it was you, tough, you know. I understand the, the situation. I kind of listened up on that and I heard it was something to do with some bullshit like child support shit, right? Or something. You, yeah, yeah. I was going to pay it the next day. You know, I was in a car accident. I was fucking almost crippled for like six months. I was basically, you know, two weeks at a time laid up and shit. And, you know, I, I, I talked to the guy, I talked to the sheriff, and I said, yeah, I'll be in tomorrow, you know? And he goes, just bring money, I know how this guy is, you know? And, he's like, and he goes, stay low. So I go out, and fucking I get pulled over, because they suspend your license. Right. So, and, and they just took me away from there, <laughs> you know? Brought me fucking, like, an hour and a half away to Salem Prison in Jersey, and it was like fucking... You're stuck in there with like fucking 20 people at once. You're basically in like a cell with a turtle suit. Like they wrap this thing. You, it's not even, you, know, you have no clothes on. I couldn't even put the strap on it. You had some guy do it. I was like, how the fuck does this thing stay on? I was losing my mind. And he goes, I'll do it. And then fucking the, the breakfast came and I was screaming at the fucking, I go, I ain't eating that shit. And then he said something. I go, you little fuck. I said, you're lucky you're fucking there. So I started right away, and I was screaming. And all of a sudden, I hear some black guy go, this nigga crazy, you know? And they're telling me to calm down. Like, I lost it. I went into psycho mode in there. I just was like, you know, because they said, what if somebody tries to have sex with you or make sexual advances? I go, put me in with them. I'll fucking kill them. And they're like, that's it. it. You know, you're going into psycho ward. And so you're in there for 23 hours a day, which I didn't know that they opened the gates for an hour because I seen the gate open and I was like, hmm. And I just walked to it and looked and then looked both ways. I don't see anyone. I go, now nah, this is a fucking trap. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. 
I know so I how just this went goes back. down. Fuck this game. I'm going back inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I did. I went back and tried to lay down. You can't sleep in there. It's so fucking loud. It was so cold. You know, they don't give you a pillow blanket. It's not like fucking regular prison. Like, when you see these cells, oh, my God. Well, you were in jail. And my back like, was telling me. Yeah. Jail's yeah. even worse because that's just like a, a in-and-out kind of situation, man. They don't really take well, care of Well, not really for a lot of people. Some people tell me they were there for like four to eight months. Well, no, you can and, spend yeah. like a year, year and a half in jail. But that's the thing is it's more of the uh, the cycle out. I think prison, you're there. Like, they're going to be there for years and years. So that's you get a little mm-hmm. more comfortable. But jail is f- fucked. Fucked. I've only been once, and uh, it was not a good experience for me either. And I've tried not to go back. So uh, Yeah, because they just treat you. They don't know what you're there for. You could be a murderer or you could be for could somebody be with child support. You could be anything, and you will get treated as such. It's it's mm-hmm. having your fucking freedom took is is a feeling that not a lot of people get to feel. You don't understand until you're in that fucking room and the bar the the shit closes and you're like, all right, well, I'm here now. And you have yeah, you basically have no communication with anybody. You don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, try to collect. I was able phone. to make a call when I got there, and I was then they wrote down the number, but they wrote it down wrong because I was being an asshole to them too. Right. And so I didn't make it, and I didn't know how to use the phone. They go, use your voice as the uh, as the the message. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And he goes, just use your voice. And I go, explain how to fucking do this. It's not like I've been here before, motherfucker. And I just lost it on him. I was not a good fucking uh, student there. No. And I can only imagine. They're doing a fucking job. You know what I'm saying? Like they, there's plenty of assholes that come in there on the day to day, but still. I mean have no, I goddamn know. courtesy. Like I don't I don't fucking get it. Have you ever tried to collect call a cell phone? That shit don't work. How about that? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, no. explain the yeah, shit to it's me. Like, motherfucker. I'm like, please pick up, please pick you know, and then I got a video call one day. I think the third day, you know, I felt like uh, the guy in Midnight Express with him, the girl was going to stick her fucking tits on there and go, <laughs> oh, Billy, you know, right. and I was going to fucking whack one it's off, you know, behind right it. I'm looking at it, I'm watching it and I'm thinking, OK, this must be my lawyer. Somebody, my, my, you know, my son knew I called him and I said, call my ex-wife the next day. I'm watching it for like 30 seconds talking and I'm like, yes, yes, man. And I go. Oh my God, it's you. It was my ex-wife. I didn't even realize. You know what I mean? Because you're fucking out of your mind in there. You know, you lose your mind after, you know, a night night in there. It's just fucking, yeah, because it's always like noisy and fucking and just, you can't come out. You can't do anything. You can't smoke. You can't, they don't fucking, nothing. They really don't care. That's the, the... There's nothing that you can do that's going to make you pull any more favors in that situation than anybody else. So you're all just in a a pile, and that's it. Deal with it. We'll get to y'all when we get to you, motherfucker. That's how they treat you. It's not good. Yeah. I mean, I could have probably went up for a video court the next day, but I was such a fucking asshole when I got there. They made me wait. How long did they have you in there, Bob? I got in Monday night. I got out Thursday afternoon. Oh, damn. So yeah, that's yeah. a little bit. It, I think. But I am. I must be pretty sexy because on the third night, the guy two cells down sent me a Vermont teddy bear. Oh, <laughs> did you yeah. find the teddy bear? 
I guess so. I took it home with me. So, you know, I must have been the hot guy in prison. Nobody made a pass at you, though, in a couple of days? No, nobody fucking. You know, they, they thought I was a lunatic, dude. <laughs> this guy's going to fucking stab me. I just know it. I don't no, I mean, I just wasn't. I was just fucking angry. You know what I mean? See, Screaming what, fucking. One thing that I found kind of funny about you, just with what I've looked around, is most people, you're a lover or you're a fighter. And Bob, you seem to be a little bit of both. <laughs> it's, I'm insane. There's, there's, you know, I was insane growing up. And, uh, you know, in this business, you really can't show it as much because it's, you know, it's like I had a guy who sent me a cartoon once, and it was horrible. And I told him it's horrible. And I said, yeah, let me rewrite it. It's just not funny. And I told somebody that was, like, really good. Maybe it was Artie Lang, and he goes, Bob, you can't talk to people like this in this business. You know what I mean? These people that, that play tennis all day and have meetings and lunches. You know what I mean? Right. They have brunches. They, they don't understand. It. They, they, nobody tells them anything. Like that, you know? It's they a, just fucking agree with them, basically. <laughs> you know, that's what you got to do at the beginning. It's a very so different world. So it's fucking world. horrendous. Yeah. I don't know, I, man. I don't get it. It's it's hard being, like, from a different place than most of these other people. And I, I think that there are a few comics in particular, but there are also just other people that have learned how to manage it a lot better. Like, yeah, we're, you're crazy, certifiable. You know, you've probably lived through some shit in your life that would make you on paper mm -hmm. insane. But you manage it and you know, like, you know how to work people, man. It's like a psychology thing. Like, you, you learn things about what people can do and what you can make people do. And that's... Yeah, you learn the business. That's basically what it is. And I try to tell people, you know, teach the young guys, you know, it's all about how you're at the show, how you act, and all that shit. Even before, it's not even what you do on stage. Because if you're an asshole, you're never coming back. You know what I mean? Right. That's just the way it is. I said you got to be nice to the staff. You got to be, you know, just be uh, fucking normal. You just have to be nice. I mean, it's not even. It, it's not that hard. No, but that's what it is. You know, <laughs> to me, that's normal. You know what I mean? I'm always nice to people. I, that's just me, you know, so I, you know, to be fucking an asshole, it takes, you know, you have to work on that. You know, that's the way I look at it. And if somebody's an asshole, I just fucking don't deal with them because they're really trying to be an asshole. And who the fuck wants to be friends with an asshole? You know, it's like somebody that's miserable all the time and you see them out in stores and they're always complaining. They go out to do that. I don't go out to do that. And if it's just a little bit of a wait, I'll fucking wait. Shit happens, motherfuckers. Stop you whining, you fucking cunts, and hit a tree. <laughs> People are soft. Uh, it's it's oh yeah. It's taking over the world, man. I I, I, I know that you don't deal with assholes. Uh, I, I saw a video uh, while I was sitting in here, uh, getting ready for this. Thing. Okay, let me just say, acting. Some of my greatest acting ever. Acting. Uh, yeah, that was acting. That uh, the video with Danny. Yeah, sure. I mean, so good. I took wrestling, so I knew how to <laughs> so good. play that bullshit. So did you? Did you get a lot of people that that kind of jumped on that? Because I, I look, Bob, with all due respect, you gave him a clean shot, and I get the, that that's what it was. But obviously, that giant motherfucker off to the corner probably could have. No, we didn't have. tell them. We didn't tell them. I oh. said if we tell them, we're not going to get the reaction. I said no matter what they do to me, I can handle. Truthfully, I said. 
if they hit me, you know, by the time, whatever, it'll be broken up or whatever. If two of them attack me, if they throw me, I go, I can take any fall. They're not going to hurt me with that. Can I tell so, you? Can I tell you? This is why yeah. I believed it. And this is why I believe that in your life, you've probably experienced some of this stuff for real. There was a moment, oh, yeah. there was a moment uh, after the initial strike uh, where you got back up and he turned the other mm. cheek. He said, give me another one, motherfucker. You know, that kind of shit, right? Yeah. You went for it again. <laughs> and I said, but I went for it really slow. Really slow, really yeah. slow. But the point is, is in that situation, that was a touch that you yourself even know that, yeah, a crazy motherfucker is going to go for that second one. Knowing full well they're not going to get it. But it's it's funny to me that you you played that situation perfectly. I, I'm surprised that shit wasn't on the news. <laughs> it looked like you slapped the fuck out of uh, Well, I think they know that that shit's like entertainment. It has to be entertainment, basically. You know what I mean? It's almost like fucking professional wrestling. You understand? And the guy got indicted after that. The guy, the, the agent or something like that. You can look that up. He has like six, you know, alleged sixes and shit. Whatever, you know? But it it was it was just something you know I did and what the fuck you know what I mean like if somebody says hey you want to do this I'm like yeah I don't give a fuck you know let's do it you know it's like it's like when I took took up wrestling I was like fuck I was into it and fucking I got to meet Vince McMahon uh, at his son's uh, bachelor party me and Jim Norton did it and they really liked me and uh, my neighbor was a trainer at the Monster Factory out here in Jersey. A lot of them came out of there, and they just wanted me as an announcer, basically, because of my voice. And I was like, yeah, I'll fucking, I can take falls, too. I can do anything. And uh, I went to school for it, you know. Well, you know, I didn't have to pay or anything, but it was like, you know, I had like four matches and that shit. It was fun. You know, people don't always do what they want to do in life because they don't think they can do it. Just fucking do it. But I'll never jump out of a plane. I'm not an asshole. No, no, no. Don't push your luck. <laughs> I was curious about the wrestling thing because I, I saw that in, in like a Wikipedia thing just looking through. Were you? Did you do it when you were younger too? Like were you into wrestling? I was, 34. Wrestling? I was 34. I was 34. Okay. So that was old for that time to be starting wrestling, you know. But it was fun, you know what I mean. It, it was it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed, you know, the training, the matches. I mean, the guy that's losing gets he's the one doing all the work. Oh man, that's, you know, wrestling is all the work. Wrestling is a beautiful art. I, I attribute it a lot to stand up comedy. It's very similar. Um, wrestlers obviously spend a lot more days in in the road, you know, because they're performing multiple, you know, yeah. it's, it's a little more strenuous, I think, but I mean, just the general, mm-hmm. the, the art of the dance with that, it's, you can be a face or a heel, you know, you find your way somewhere in the middle, and uh, yeah. you, you build relationships with your fans. They probably get exposed oh, to that, a lot more definitely, people. Definitely. So, yeah. You it's, know, and now it turned into where the bad guy, the bad good guy, you know what I mean? It's like the good guy that turns bad, but he's cool is fucking getting the best uh, responses now. The Steve you know, Austin, And it's that's... been like that for a little while now in wrestling, like maybe maybe 20 years or so. But before that, the bad guy was always fucking just despised. But now it was, it's cool to be bad. Oh, it came, you know what I mean? Around the time uh, Stone Cold and before a little before that, you know? Well, he was one of the first ones, I think, of just the... the bad good guy that whole situation and it really it has taken mm-hmm. hold it's been there for a long time um 
I don't know. I've, even Steve Austin, when when you listen to him, he'll talk about you know the the art of it and and working either side. And he's always said that he prefers to be a bad guy. He said it's way more fun and it's a lot easier. Yeah. When people hate you. Hey, you he, just make people fucking hate you. <laughs> well, that's what it is. You know, you just come up with a few good lines that fucking piss off the audience and just fucking keep hammering them. You get in the match. And you complain about the ref and fucking everything, and basically the crowd hates you, and it's just loud, and you start yelling at them. It's your fault, you know. And uh, this is a fix, you know. And it's, they just they take it so seriously. It's so much fun. I haven't seen a lot of your material. Is that kind of the angle you would you say that you prefer working heel? Do you like uh, that that style? Uh, yeah, I'm like a good heel, but like I, I I'm like a. a let me see. I'm like a basically uh, a charming rapist. You know what I mean? Like I would smile and give you flowers afterwards on stage. That that that's how I am. You know, I think- uh, I'm evil, but I'm kind about it. So it looks like I am being nice. <laughs> While I'm fucking your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm doing it. Like I would, I would, I would hold her head up so it didn't hit the ground. <laughs> Sometimes I cry when I come. Yeah, you know, you know, it's it's always like you know, you know, I'll leave like a uh, twenty dollar gift certificate to Boston Market or something after, you know, like saying, you know. Okay, just make believe we had dinner first. <laughs> I appreciate you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for the fucking load taking. So I, I, I have to ask you. Just, do you feel like in your in your career at this point, the the reputation of a, a poon hound would be a, a good word to to say? You find yourself in some sticky uh, situations, Bob Levy. I was, look, we were like the motley crew of comedy back then, you know, but that was back then. I, I just don't want to deal with that anymore. I'm looking, truthfully, I'm looking for a normal fucking girl that fucking, you know, likes to fucking make dinner and fucking has, and fucking likes to get her fucking ass eaten. You know what I mean? I'm not fucking looking, you know, for a fucking headache right now, but it's so hard to find out there that, you know, I'd rather wait than fucking, you know, fuck some lunatic that's hot and then fucking have to deal with her fucking coming to my house all the time and fucking calling me all the time. So uh, I'm a little past that. I'm curious, like, so were, but before you got into to the entertainment business, did you have yeah. that kind of a reputation before that? Have you always been? Because I'm going to tell you, I'm... I think that I'm a bit of a, a pervert, to say the least, at this point. I'm addicted to pussy. And I'm curious oh, yeah. if if that was something that you had before you, you started uh, the business, or was that something that oh, just yeah. Once... yeah, no, I've always, you know what I mean? Uh, fuck, I, would be, I was selling weed and coke when I was probably 17, and fucking, fucking girls like 28, and fucking going home with blood on me, you know. I walked into my bar one time, I fucked this girl in the car, right? Fucking ate her fucking snatch, this fucking hot blonde, right? I walk into my bar, right? And everyone's like, who the fuck did that to you? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like, well, fucking kill him. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? And I had blood all over my face, my oh, shirt, shit. and my pants. <laughs> 
she gotcha. was bleeding like a club seal. I had no idea. I knew it sounded a little fucking puddly, her pussy, right. when I was plowing it, but that was fucking ridiculous. Oh, so my friends thought I got beat up. You walked into your bar with the fucking clown mouth. <laughs> and they said, oh, yeah, definitely. Happened? I was like, I had blood all over me. It was on my <laughs> shirt, you know. It, like, you know, then everybody wore, like, white T-shirts, you know, and a fucking... I had, like, maybe a black vest or a black jacket, but it was, like, clear to see, you know? And it was on my pants, too. I don't know, man. I, like... I'm married now, so like you said, it's kind of the past, but it's just something that, that I found interesting is I always went for the easy ones. And I didn't know if that was more me. Like, my standards were so low, motherfucker, you trip over them. Like, I'm just, I'm fucking something. Like, once I yeah, got that... Yeah, you see, like, that, that, that's, that's like, you know, it's hard to fuck something because you know, you, you know, I, I woke up in the morning sometimes and I go, geez, that better be a fucking woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... And like, I remember me and Florentine were doing this gig and it was late at night. We got like chicken wings and all this greasy shit to go. And the bag, you know, when the, the, the grease is coming out of the bag, the the brown bag, and you yeah. see the red on it, it gets to like the sauce and we're lugging, you know, we start lugging this out and these two fat chicks are just, uh, you know, they didn't want us. They wanted the food. We knew that shit, but it was late at night and they fucking come back to the fucking room, you know, but it, I know the food, you know what I mean? And that was the chum, you know, to catch the fucking shark or the whale, you know? <laughs> and, 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 you know, but that, that's what happened. A lot of times we had so many hot chicks and just fucking strippers every night. We knew when to go in, when they would go on their last set, we had a set plan of what time to go there would be a new fresh meat. And then when they, then the club would close, we'd get them out of there and we have the, all the liquor and everything back in the room, all set up. Boom. And they, and we also had this thing, Jim would say, we have to take all the furniture out so they don't sit there. You understand? Because if they sit there, it, t- it takes 30 minutes to get them to the bed. Right. So you wait, and that's sober enough time or whatever time. It's just not good time. So we would we would put it on the out in the patio, or we just pa- put it in front of the door, and and just stack it up and tell them it was broken. You know, and they had to sit on the bed. So it would kill a half hour, you understand? Yeah. And then no, you fucking, you make your move right away. And, you, you know, it was so much better. And it, it was so easy, you know, especially with the strippers, you know. You just fucking, well, we would make believe we had different accents. We were from Australia or fucking shit like that. It was fucking, it, it, it was unbelievable. I mean, like today, if I was like that, I would go to a bar where there's hot shit, you know what I mean? And and just start talking to him. So yeah, I'm checking out this area. It's really nice. I'm a doc and have a doctor's card. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sell it. <laughs> and they, they would fuck you. You understand? It's really crazy, man. And that's what, with strippers especially, they know what fucking time it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, let's not play uh-huh. games here. You, you, you obviously are here. Did you come for chicken or sex? Because that's all I've got. I got chicken and sex. <laughs> yeah. No, fucking, uh, it, it's so simple, you know what I mean? It, you can pull it with the strippers, you can pull it with a normal girl, because they're so, everybody, they're into so much money, you know what I mean? They're just into that for some reason. They'd rather, ha- instead of having a guy with a big dick that'll fuck them good and eat their ass, you know? They, that, then, then they wonder why they're not happy. 
That is crazy. Uh, my wife's sister's doing it right now. I think she just landed her a doctor. Fresh out the joint, too. She's not even fully divorced. And this dude came along, and I think she's already laying hooks into this motherfucker. She's probably going to have his baby. Well, it, that's what it is. You know, she, shit, knows she ain't going to drink it, you know? No. Fuck no. You get that doctor money. Shit. You get that doctor come, you, you, you know, even if it misses, it lands on your stomach, you just throw it back in and fucking have them grab you by the legs and shake you until it goes in. That's it. <laughs> I mean, that's fuck. You think I wouldn't try that shit if I had a pussy right now? <laughs> I'm not stupid. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wouldn't work at all. You know, I wouldn't even clean the house. I'd have a maid doing it, you know? If I had a pussy, oh, my God. I would fucking, oh, if I, I'd probably have be to, so easy. Let's be honest. I'd have to take probably about an hour or two by myself just to check it out. But then I would use it to my yeah. advantage. <laughs> it would make the world would be I, my oyster. God damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, there's no way I would use my pussy for evil. No, no, not not never. I would never use it to score some Laker tickets or something, whatever the fuck. A nice weekend. Uh, oh, no. oh, no. You're not a Kardashian. Ugh. I don't know, ma'am. It's 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 a weird dynamic, and it's funny to me when, you know, when it's not used for the right things. It's a hashtag me too, and everybody gets in trouble and don't do that shit. But when it's a, you know, it benefits people, then it's it's okay. You can go. Yeah, when you use it wrong, dude, and the cops come to your door and go, "Don't lie, ma'am. We smelt your pussy on the scene." Right. Like, how do you, what do you say? You know what I mean? It, you know, it, it could have been a garbage can or it could have been fucking, you know, a dead animal. Ah, shit. You and Jim Florentine <laughs> seem to have been a, quite a bit of a tag team. You motherfuckers sound alike. Has anybody ever told you that? Am I like the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, somebody heard, seen me last night. I was in AC and I was talking and they're like, we got to go see that guy. That's the guy that made out with Robin. And I'm like, no, that's not me. <laughs> It's close. And you're a little, you're a little deeper, so you could be like his his creepy uncle. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's well, definitely yeah, similar. yeah. We always sounded alike. It was weird, you know. So I had one, and I asked a few people for some questions, and this is one that was actually funny. This came from a, a mm -hmm. New Jersey comedian friend of mine, and he told me to ask you about the time that you and Jim, uh, I guess, went to went to a Jack Shack in New Jersey, and you were approached by. Uh, Oh, okay, I know. Okay, let me. Okay, we go to this place. He wants to go after the show. It's right around where I live, where I used to live. And I go, dude, you know, all right, we'll go there. I'm just going to fucking sit in the car. I'm not going in there. You know what I mean? And Jim had this thing where he knew, you know, he would get a pre boner before he put his corners, quarters in. You know what I mean? Because otherwise you're wasting your money and the fucking the window comes up. One time we go in there. And the window comes up, and the girl's laying on her stomach reading her fucking homework book. I swear to God. Oh. And we jacked off to that. And and then so this time I'm like, dude, I'm not going in. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm sitting there. This motherfucker's, you know, in there fucking whacking his fucking brains out, you know. And, you know, this car comes by slow, you know what I mean? It was like almost, then the second time it comes by slow, and I'm like, you know, you almost hear like the Jaws music, you know, dun, dun, you know, a little bit, you dun, know, slowly the first few times and the third time. And then he pulls up next to me and I, I roll down the window thinking he's lost or something. And he's like, you alone? And I'm like, get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. I'll fucking kill you. 
guy fucking trying to pick me up in the fucking goddamn parking lot of a, a jack jacking jacking often on her box, you know? And I'm like, this ain't fucking happening. And Jim comes out and I tell him the story and he's just fucking laughing his fucking head off, man. I, I, I couldn't fucking believe it. I said, next time I'm going in, man. You know, I felt like, you know, I, I felt like a fucking Marine. It was like, no, man, I can't go in on this mission. You know what I mean? Like much. afterwards, I felt like I should have just went in, you know? I don't think I've ever been approached by a man. Uh, well, you're probably not that good looking then. Because I was I'm a really dashing not. young fella, you know, and now I'm fucking <laughs> very, uh, I'm an attractive older, not older, I'm 55. I still look great, God damn it, I'm a pretty man. I can tag anything I want, you know. I tag and release, you know. I used to, but not, you know. Now I'm looking for one I can tag, reel in, bring in, keep, you know. I don't know. That seems to be the uh, the path, right? People that can get pussy all the time. At some point, they hit the wall, and either yeah, I think either you start to get to a point where you want to just have something steady and and settle down, or you start veering off into that other lane where it's like, well, whatever. I like to fuck dudes now, or I like to fuck. No, nah, no, I don't get that. No, no, or, no. Get, or, don't don't put me in your fucking uh, group here. That's going on. Whatever's in your mind. No, no I never no, thought no. that. But the whole thing is, is that. But you, you know, go a direction. You like chicks to shit on your chest. You like fucking. You know what I'm saying? I feel no, like there's, man, a, there's a point you know, where fucking get, uh, shit on your chest. You know what I mean? Piss on you. You know, it's fucking. It's, it's not my house. Maybe yours. You know, <laughs> I would tell her. Only on fucking weekends, Bob, and I'll appreciate it if you keep your goddamn voice down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like it's 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 too much, you know. Just you know, the problem with guys today, and this is probably with women today, like you get older, but you don't realize you're getting older. You still think you're a kid. You understand? Yeah. So you think, why does not this twenty-six-year-old want to fuck me? You understand? Yeah, and to her, she's looking at you like you're this creepy uncle. You understand? And we don't realize that. That's one thing guys got to realize. You know what I mean? Because young pussy ain't gonna fuck old guy, older guys. You know what I mean? Unless there's a good reason. Right. You got to be putting so, off some serious fucking swag <laughs> to, to pull some young pussy in this day and age. Cause like you said, yeah, you got to be an entertainer better. or something, you know what I mean? Or just something. Uh, otherwise, you know, I'm just telling this to the fucking regular people that work out there that are older. Just go, go what you know, man. Don't, you know, you're wasting your time in those fucking clubs. Yeah. They ain't going to fuck you. They're going to fuck some dopey fucking guy that's on the football team, you know? He's got an eight-pack and a dick that stays hard and doesn't get soft in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> these girls now you're trying to make now, you, now you're trying to make this interview hot. That's right. Getting all sweaty. Let me get my pants off. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> no, man. I, I've always been like, whatever. Fucking... That was my biggest problem, Bob, uh, with the the woman I dated before. Dude, I'm all fucked up. I, I got exposed to sex way too soon. I think I was jerking off when I was like nine. All bullshit. You see, I, I didn't even know what my dick was. You know what I mean? I just thought it was European. You know what I mean? The first time I came, it was like a puddle. 
down. I remember it was downstairs in my parents' house on like the, the cement floor, like you know what I mean, or the tiles. Yeah. And it looked like I spilled a fucking half a gallon of bad milk, and the fucking cat ran across. I almost had to kill the cat because it was covered in cum, and they were coming home sick. So- I don't know what to do. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just, it was like a massive fucking lifetime load, my first one. See, so, that's crazy because it was, yeah. I hear people it, that talk it, about having like a wet dream. I ain't having a fucking wet dream of my life. You know what I'm saying? I, I did once. Flowing. My brother pissed on me from the bunk above. And that, that got you all hot? <laughs> no, it fucking pissed me off, motherfucker. Got up there and punched him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Punch him in his fucking head! Back, back! Don't you piss on me, bitch! <laughs> yeah, I never, I never had a wet dream. What the fuck? You know what I mean? How do you fuck air and wake up? You know what I mean? I think that just happens hey. to kids when they just they don't they don't jack off and they don't know you know the shit just comes out. You're all backed up. I'm like fuck it. Every couple days, now every couple used to be every couple hours. I swear to God, like I've I've backed off a lot, <laughs> but it's it's getting. To a point now that I think I'm more addicted to just coming than I am fuck fucking. You know what I'm saying? That was the weird part. Is it's almost like a drug when you find it out real early in your life. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, and, yeah. and you're poor. It's something that makes you feel good, and you just do it all the time. And then one day you realize you're like, "I this is too much. I gotta find other shit to do with my time, man." Yeah, like I was uh, the other night. I was trying, and it was like. I just fucking gave up. It was too hot in here, you know. I was out. I was like, let me just fucking come. Maybe I can pass out. And I started, and I was like, even my dick looked at me and like, really, you know? Well, come on, bro. You know, you, <laughs> yeah, you're going to try this in this heat and this shit. You know, it hasn't been a bad enough day for both of us. <laughs> you know, so I was like, you know, fuck that shit. But but the man, the main thing is, you know, the worst. The best feeling is when you come. The second worst feeling is like 20 seconds after because then you have to talk to her. Yeah, it gets a little... And weird. you're like, no, no, this was this worth it. That's why I can't deal with these crazy ones. You understand? It's definitely changed. I think with the temperature right now, you're better, better suited just sticking to somebody who wants to fuck. Fuck a 40-year-old chick. They love to fuck. They fuck all the time. They got a belly and some saggy titties. And but just oh, that, that's what that. the worst thing. I, I seen this hot chick. You know, I was talking to this hot chick you know, last two weeks ago. I think she was fucking hot Spanish chick. You know what I mean? And she has three kids. She said, and then like she leaned over. She had like a you know like a top thing on a blouse. Yeah. And like her tits just look like fucking pepperoni from those kids fucking suckling on them. Yeah. And that's a sad thing. They should, they, that shouldn't happen oh. because that's such a turn off to see those fucking things. Like, you know what I mean? She, she looks like a young fat boy, you know? <laughs> and, and you don't want to see that. And, and it's just fucking. That was like, oh, no. You know, you would have to get that fixed. You know what I mean? No, I'm more yeah. of a, I'm an ass guy, Bob. I think I could deal with anything. I could, if you had half a titty, I'd probably be okay with it. I've just never been yeah. crazy about titties. Look, I don't. If she had one firm one in the middle, I can deal with. But two fucking just saggy, don't want to be up where they were anymore, motherfucking lazy tits. I can't deal with that. 
you know, I can't. I, it, they just look like they've been, they've been tortured, you know? Poor things. You want to just want to hold them and pet them and give them a fucking... Hey, no, <laughs> you can't even, you, don't even, you know, you just want to just spit on them and say, fix that. <laughs> Have a heart, Bob. There's sad I can't. Tits. I, there's certain things that fucking just, you know, there's just such a turn off, you know what I mean? You know, and the that, thing is, that is one of them baby tits. These women now, they get these uh, labiaplasty. You heard about that? Where they shave off the pussy lips? What? You ain't heard about this. Now, I'm, very, no. I'm curious about how exactly this works because I imagine, like, there's got to be a technique. Now, unfortunately, I see, like, a barber style. You know how the barber will take his comb and run it through your shit and get the hair and then he yeah. pinches it between his two fingers and just snips that shit off? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm assuming probably not quite like that, but the idea Well, maybe, is, maybe it's like the other barber that puts the shaving cream on and gets that big blade out. It just whoosh, whoosh, Maybe, but yeah, yeah, apparently these women who have these big old flappy roast beef pussies, they can go to mm-hmm. the doctor and uh, they'll uh, laser trim that shit up so you got like the nice, you know, even pretty pussy. I, you know, I, I haven't seen a lot of them post-op, so I don't know if it leaves a lot of marks. I'm assuming it's, it doesn't feel great at first, but, you know, that's what we do now. Yeah. Tune that shit up. <laughs> Uh, but that's fucked up saying like say you had big lips on your mouth and you got them trimmed down you'd be like so that means the pussy is almost retarded now if the pussy if it could talk it would go you know because it doesn't have the lip movement no more you shit looks like a burn victim just like oh I remember back yeah yeah it looks like your pussy got hit by electric by by thunder man lightning you know People do weird yeah, shit now. Thunder, listen to me. Yeah, oh yeah. It's they, like you know what I mean. I don't know. You know. Uh, yeah, my wife tried to bleach her asshole. She threw a bottle of it on me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that seems like a pain in the ass, right? No pun intent. Well, full pun intent. No, yeah. Bleach I mean, well, come on, man. I don't like the girls on, that have. Man. It looks like they have the shit. You ever see they have the dark? ass when it opens a little bit like yeah. it looks like there's shit on it but it's not it's just, it's that, just that dark m- mark on it like it just looks that way and that I don't like it's a it's it's just like a stain I guess from like years of taking dumps you remember the first time is something I think about all the time Bob the first time you get some pussy like the first time you eat pussy and you realize mm-hmm. the girls have hair around their buttholes too isn't that a weird feeling? Like when you're sitting there and you go in that and you just look and you're like, holy shit, look at that. Yeah. I was, uh, huh. me and my friend were tag team in this chick one time at a show. And we, we opened the window, right? And she's yelling and all that. You know, she's loud. And I'm eating her ass, right? And she had hair in it. And I, I went to pull my head and my teeth got stuck in it. You understand? Oh, shit. And so I'm like, I'm like a fish caught on a fucking line in a ranch hall. And I'm like all pissed off and that shit. And then, you know, I go, I'm going to come in. I come in her eye by accident. You know what I mean? And uh, she starts screaming, <laughs> you came in my eye, you fucking asshole. I can't see. It's burning. And then we wake up the next morning. We look at the window that we open up and we look out it. And it goes right to the hallway, to the front desk. <laughs> 
it wasn't even outside. It was like, I don't know what kind of hotel it was, but it was the weirdest thing. I never laughed so hard in my life. Well, at least you got a floss out of the deal. You know what I'm saying? I, I couldn't believe it. When I was hooked I, like a fucking fish, you know what I mean? I, I thought a gaff was going to be thrown into my fucking ribs and be pulled on the fucking boat, you know? I'm, I'm caught. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, and then I just fucking yanked it. And I'm like, fucking, gee, it was like a, a fucking paintbrush was coming out of her asshole. Oh, Jesus. Life experience, yeah. man. It's beautiful. Hey, let me ask you something because I am curious. I know you you've kind of been up to some shit lately. You've been traveling. I believe you've been doing shows with Artie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just uh, started doing. We got getting more, getting more, and then we get back into the the. You know, we're, we're gonna book the summer, whatever we have and get. You know, and then in the fall, start doing theaters again and branching out and hitting more of the country. So I know that that's kind of where you're doing with your comedy stuff right now. But also, your son, he has a band, right? Isn't that what oh, yeah. Doing? Are you doing uh, some stuff with that? Because I've heard that you wrote a song or two, and you're actually kind of hanging oh, no. out with the boy. I, I wrote like 30 songs at least. Dude, already. that's so cool. Like, just to think about, uh, you know, to be able to, to, to artistically help your boy and then also to be there to watch him dude that's got to be great like i got a little boy now he's two and i'm looking forward to this kind of shit so it it makes me yeah he plays yeah it's amazing he plays in like fucking five bands he's gonna put out an album and he's gonna have everybody from old bands playing it and then he's gonna sing you know we wrote a great song die die motherfucker bring your guitar down here I'm doing a radio show. I want you to play a song. We wrote this song. You're going to do Yesterday's Girl. You can sing. you got to do a show in a little you while. Got it. Come on, pussy. Do it. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me put you on the fucking speaker. You can curse. It's going to sound like dog shit because through a phone and I lost my voice. But anyway. Okay, here, just do the one. Do, 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 do the hook. What the fuck are you talking about? Do the song, the beginning. It's so the, fucking yeah. ugly. All right, Shut up, you fucking idiot. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Get it. <laughs> Congratulations. How clear it came. Bob. Out. Hey Bob. That came out yeah. of your, that came out of your balls, brother. You hear me? Oh uh, yeah. That thing right yeah, there that it, just made all that noise? That came out of your yeah. body. Your ball bag. How about that? High five that motherfucker yeah. for me. You see? And that's uh I wrote the words, he wrote the music, you know. Awesome. I do the words, you know what I mean? And I, sometimes I'll grab the bass and come up with a thing and say, play this, play this. 
you always been uh, involved with music. You like music a lot. Do you do? Do you? Oh play yeah, music? I used to play in a band when I was eighteen, and that you know, in Staten Island for about four years, and then I got totally hooked on pussy and mescaline. We got a house in the Jersey Shore and fucking did more damage to it than we rented it for. <laughs> the good old days. I don't listen to a lot of music yeah. anymore, man. I've kind of given up on it. I listen to my old stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I love like, you know, I love all kinds of, you know, I can go back to the, the Motown, you know what I mean? And that shit, like the kids got me into a lot of that because they're into that too. You know, and uh, they're not into too much of the new stuff. So they, there's a few people that they they like because they the way they write. You know, yeah. Uh, there's one guy that just has a name by himself, and I think he plays with the Grateful Dead sometimes. But they like him for some reason. Uh, what, what the fuck's his name? Dom, what's that guy that you play? Uh, he's in this fucking room already. Uh, it's not Dave Matthews. It's somebody that's new, but he plays with the Grateful Dead sometimes. And he and he, you would think he doesn't fit in, but he he has like weird chord changes and shit like that, which is really cool. But he's a good writer, you know. He's not like heavy, you know. They come through. It's that's the problem now. You actually have to sift through the music and find those outliers. For for me personally, that's it. Like I don't get into a lot of the catchy shit. I know a good song when I fucking hear it. You know what I'm saying? Like I can give you. And you just fucking heard it, motherfucker. That was a great because fucking it's got song. That, thing. <laughs> it, that was good, man. That's that's what I said. Uh, that was. Thank you. I, I didn't even realize you motherfuckers in there sweating it out like soldiers. That's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's doing a gig today. I'm bringing a fucking air conditioner back. It didn't fit in the house. You know? It's great. And this guy, you know, if he gives me shit for taking off the metal thing, I'm just going to fucking lose my mind. You know? Uh, you know, I, 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 I just don't like it. I'm wearing my I hate people shirt and uh, fuck them. You know, he'll it's take not, this motherfucker back and he'll fucking like it. You're not in the fucking mood for it today. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Hey, I, I mean, it's warm right now, but it's uh, it's fucking, it's livable. But I got an air conditioner in the bedroom, so I bring the dogs in there like the Titanic and put them on the bed, and I'll be, and I'm like, the, the, these boats are for the mothers <laughs> and the children, and there'll be other boats for us later. Well, who's that guy, Dom, that you guys like uh, that just plays with the Grateful Dead once in a while? That's a great writer and guitar player. He has the one name, you know. He's new, you know. He's like a newer guy. John John Mayer, they like. Oh, John Mayer's a bad guitar player, man. He's awesome. Yeah. This shit, uh, John Mayer. We I had a conversation the other day about guitar players. Mm-hmm. Like some of them uh, are really good, and then some of them have a sound. Like, you know that yeah. sound when you hear it. And we were talking about certain people, like, are they good guitar players or are they mm-hmm. like, uh, notable guitar players? And John, John Mayer is one of those guys that he's really fucking good. He doesn't necessarily have his own sound. He's just really good at playing. Like, he's a badass. Not like Stevie Ray oh, yeah. Vaughan. Like, Stevie Ray Vaughan is a sound. Like, you know that as soon as you hear it. It's like Chris Oh, uh, yeah, he... Yeah, he's a, he's amazing, Stevie Ray Vaughan, you know, and the kids play him, too. You know, they love him. Oh, well, you you hate him, but you Billy loves him on the guitar, so. Stevie Ray Vaughan, that's a crazy fucking story, man. The yeah. motherfuckers, they used to yeah. do cocaine and play the guitar till the fingertips fell off, and then they glue them back on and keep playing, like. Yeah, like, who do you think is the best guitar player? 
See, my son likes Neil Young now. He's into Neil Young, which is weird, you know. Do you you think they'd be into something else, but the they best. know where music came from, basically, you know. Okay, so if you want, like, Who do you person, think? Yeah. person that I think, talent-wise, what is was the best. I think Prince. Prince is pretty high up there, man. Uh, who? Prince. Who? Oh, Prince was really good. Prince was, like... You know what I mean? Definitely fucking. Uh, I I seen him on a commercial last night for fucking all the uh, rock and roll Hall of Fame things. Yeah. And uh, I think he was doing a Beatles song uh, uh, for George Harrison, and it was fucking. He went into the licks, but he tripled them. You understand? Or four times them. And I was like, holy fuck, he's ripping. You know what I mean? So. He, and he's all over the guitar, and he is so. Un underestimated in this business as a guitar player, a you know, well, I mean? totally a well-known conversation. Uh, Somebody asked Eric Clapton what what it's like to be the best guitar player in the world, and Eric Clapton said, "I don't know. Ask Prince." <laughs> That's you know, was. yeah. I mean, he really was not known to be the best guitar player because of what they played. You probably have to go see him live to understand it. I mean, I didn't. Right. So I didn't really know until I actually seen footage of him. Bad. And I was like, this guy basically was this, you know, this time, that time's Hendrix uh, Prince on lead. He was unbelievable. That was your new Hendrix, if anything. And, you know, for this time period, because nobody has come close to him. But there is some really fucking amazing guitar players. You know. Well, I tell you what, you know. if, if Prince, Prince, in my opinion, is the best. Now, if you want my favorite, I probably would yeah. go Lead Belly. You know Lead Belly? <laughs> Lead Belly? I don't know them. Oh, my son's man. shaking his head, yeah. But, he was a 12-string guitar player way back. He was oh, like, okay. He's from uh, Louisiana, but uh, mm -hmm. he actually influenced a whole bunch of fucking songs that are actually popular rock songs now, like Black Betty and uh, Where Did You Sleep Last Night? You know that song? That, uh, Kurt Cobain did a cover of it on the Unplugged set that they play on the radio. My girl, my yeah. girl, don't lie what is to it? me. Tell me where did you sleep last night? In the pines, in the pines. Like, uh... Kurt Cobain does it on his unplugged set, the one they play on the fucking radio, and it's actually a lead belly song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, too bad his uh, his guitar. What I mean, his gun wasn't unloaded. <laughs> there was shit. But, uh, no, uh, Jerry Reed was a really good guitar player too, and I think that uh, Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed. You know who that is? John Gom. I don't know. Check him out. How do you spell that? That's Wait, J, what? No, John Gom. Yeah, let me see. J-O-N. J-O-N. G-O-M-M. Check it out. I don't know what that's Dom's girlfriend saying. She plays too. She's amazing. It's not bad. Music is, uh, it's always been a big part of my life, man. I love that shit. Oh, yeah. There's a song. No matter what emotion, feeling you're in, no matter it. what mood you're in, you can put on music and it'll make you feel better. Well, I don't know if it'll make you feel it's better. Everything. There's a there's a song that will match whatever me feeling or mood you want to be in. If you want to fight somebody, there's a song that'll get you to fight somebody. If you want to fuck somebody, there's a song that'll get you to fuck somebody. Uh, and everything yeah. in between, man. It's it's a big one. I love that shit. I think people need to uh, get a little more music in their life. Stop fucking. Here's stuff. the whole thing, buddy. I I this yesterday I came up with this. 
yesterday. There's two things in this world that can make everybody happy. And when they get people together at these places, you will bring people, get to know each other, and be happy with each other. Sports and music. Yeah. Two things that can change this world. Sports is a little different because, fuck, you're from up around Philadelphia. When you motherfuckers win, you still set your town on fire. What the fuck is that about? Man? <laughs> well, we didn't. No, nah, there wasn't. There wasn't. Like, only one place, really. It wasn't as bad as you would say. No, but I'm saying you look at the soccer. Now, you got people all over the world. You understand? Oh, people are all about some soccer right now. I could give a fuck. I don't watch it at all. But, uh, yeah, dude, everybody's talking about soccer right now. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching it, you know, just because, you know, it's, you know, you got to kind of understand it, you know, even though it's a lot of it happens in the middle of the field, but it's amazing that they can do that, you know, and I could even kick can once, you know, but fucking, these people are fucking amazing when you look at them and they can run all that fucking in the heat and fucking shit, but the fans are all, they're just so fucking everybody's, you know, it's like, it's a sports and music i'm telling you you put big sports things and fuck it from around the world and music from around the world all in places and do free concerts and that shit and essential park from everywhere in the states and big places to other countries and just get everyone together fucking nobody would be fucking angry i don't think just do it once it, would, it, would, it, would, it, would, it would be easier to find the people that are angry put it that way they wouldn't be hanging out at the festival. You do that once a month, man. That'd be cool. You know, just to blow off some steam, have a little, uh, little public, uh, concert slash. Yeah, like you try and getting to know you. You know what I mean? Getting to know each other concert. You know, where every race goes and fucking understands that you can. That's that's you know what I mean. Everybody has the same core. I think we need it right now. People are really not. Uh, they're disconnecting, man. Like they're getting lost in these. No, lives. they're not in real life, dude. You don't see it in real. I look. I, I'm in Philadelphia. I'm in everywhere. Yeah. Okay, I don't see it when I'm out. Everybody's fucking. Everybody wants the same thing in life. You know, they want a good. You know, take care of their family and live safe, and just have enough to whatever. You know, I. You know, it's the news and the, and the internet that makes it look really bad when something happens. Well, no, that's what I'm talking about. It's people seem to be more involved with their social media and their cell phones and so you you disconnect from what's in front of you and you don't have a lot of those face-to-face conversations anymore you do because you're a comic oh, yeah. fucking you have to talk to people that's part of your job but there's a lot of people out here dude that don't even they don't talk to people like, throughout the day, they'll have a little, hey, what's up, dude? How you doing? I'm um, okay. How about you? Shit like that. But they don't sit down and have a conversation. That's a big part of our culture. Like, just human beings have to talk to people. That's part of it. And I think that's part of the problem right now. That's why these fucking crazy, totally these crazy totally, motherfuckers brother. are walking in and shooting people. Like, they don't see people as people. They, they sit in their room and they play video games all goddamn day. And they're murking motherfuckers and shooting them in the face. And then some dude crosses you at the gas station, and you shoot him in his fucking head. Like that's the sh- that really happens right now. <laughs> that's well, that's what it is. You know, like I, I say, never argue with somebody in a, when you're in a car no, because they no. seem to lose their mind. You know, I, you know, you well, can't. You, you know, the days of fighting is over. You know, you know what I mean? Because if you hit somebody, no matter what, if someone's an asshole and you hit them, you're going to jail. It's not like it was years ago. 
And that's what I try to explain to my son. I said, you can't, I go, even if you're right, you're going to be arrested. The chances are most people in jail are fucking for offenses like that. You had every reason to beat the fuck out of somebody, but it's the way the law is. It's against, you know, you, somebody can come in your face and call you a douchebag and fucking go fuck your mother. And you're supposed to just walk away without hitting them. It's very hard, you know, right. when you don't come from that background. And, but that's how it is. And you got to realize you're going to jail. So you definitely got to walk away because if you hit him, you're going to jail. That's all they're going to ask. Well, did he hit you? Uh, you hit him? Okay, you're going to jail. Now it's going to be on video, too, these days. Somebody's going to have it. Oh, it's, un- it's unbelievable. You, know? <laughs> you see somebody get fucking knocked out, and then that person. It just happened uh, uh, this week, Bob. The, the guy at the restaurant that snatched that fucking kid's hat off and threw a drink in his face. Did you see that shit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was fucked up. And then they were saying the posted thing that witness said they were talking about killing all black people, sending them back to, uh, and that's just a lie. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you know, then the wit- they said the witnesses. There was no witnesses saying that. And uh, you know there was also a thing where uh, a guy walks into a kitchen, punches a lady in the face. I'm talking about hauls off, no holding back in the face. The other lady pulls out a gun and kind of walks him out of the fucking back of the kitchen. And he's like, you know, talking a little shit, but you know he's pussyfoot now because yeah, yeah. he's got a gun pointed to his head. So that's, you know, everything's on video now. You know, everything, everything's, it's either videoed in a place or it is, uh, everybody's got their fucking phones up, you know, whenever anything happens. Here's a little tip. If the cops pull you over, don't run. Just listen to them. Yeah, don't be an asshole. Nothing starts. You know what I mean? They're not there to fucking really, you know, want, they don't want to kill someone. I knew a lot of cops, you know, some of my friends became cops, you know, and they deal with shit and they don't want to shoot somebody, you know, that is a but crazy there, there is a few bad cops, but you know, you, it, in the majority is fucking really good. So here's the problem. And, and I had this discussion with a friend of mine. Let's say there's one piece of shit racist cop per mm-hmm. per station what is there the fucking anywhere from 15 to probably 100 cops for any local little small town and then up to however many thousand let's say there's one one twisted hates black folks mexicans jews the whole thing white people just loves trigger happy want to kill somebody so there's one of those in every station in every state there's mm-hmm. one that's still 50 fucking people you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's plenty of, of people to murder folks. That that would be enough to facilitate the shit that I'm seeing on TV every goddamn day. I don't think that that's the... the their M.O. is to, to murder people by any means. But the problem is is there there is at least one. That's being, being, I think, a little bit on the light side to say that there's one racist piece of shit cop in every state. You know, there's probably way more. Oh, or just uh, <laughs> undertrained that would just kind of... Minded. There was a dude here just a, a, a few, like a month ago that made the news because he got mouthy with this guy and he slammed him up in his fucking uh, driver's, you know, driver door, grabbed him by his collar and shit. Then he remembered that he was being videotaped and he kind of got his shit together. 
you know, and kind of, mm-hmm. oh, you, why did you make me do that, man? You were doing it. And so, yeah, it's, it's a very strange relationship we have with police officers, man. You know, the, I mean, I get along with them. I do you know too. I mean? I've never had a problem with a cop, and it maybe it's because I'm white. I don't fucking know, but I'm saying. No, like, I had a problem with a cop when I was younger, and I told him fuck himself, and I got my head smashed on the hood of my car, and I told my father, father, and he said you deserved it. Yeah, don't fuck with the police, you know? man. <laughs> yeah, just fucking listen and shut your fucking mouth. I look at it. If like you this. just listen, don't move, and just do what they tell you. You're not going to get killed. That's it. Look, those people, they take an oath. And they don't get paid very much, by the way. You know, for anybody who thinks that, oh, I pay your fucking salary, you need to... They don't get paid a lot, FYI. They go to work every day and could be murdered. That could happen. It happens all the time. You know, people fucking hit them on the side of the highway while they're trying to give tickets because some jerk-off is doing 85 on the freeway in the slow lane, you know what I'm saying, and doesn't get over and just murks a fucking cop on the side of the highway. That happens. Yeah. You know, it... It's not a great job, and the fact that we ask people to do it is a little bit crazy. But then, you know, they're on high alert because they could lose their fucking life. There are crazy people with with guns and knives and all kinds of shit nowadays, and you don't know what they're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. So it's your job to not be a fucking asshole when you get pulled over. Give them a little courtesy, yeah, yeah. and they'll be cool with you. But when you come into it pig-headed, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. That's your bad. I've never been yanked out of a car. That's all I'm trying to say. And I've done plenty of bad shit in my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was yanked off in a car once. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. That was you were yanking yourself <laughs> off while you were driving in traffic. Bob, don't kid yourself. <laughs> Hey man, it makes time go by. That's tough. You ever jerk off while you're driving? That's a fucking. That's a challenge. Yeah, I probably <laughs> did. Yeah, uh, I probably shit. did. So, shit happens. I saw the other day that somebody punched Nick DiPaolo at a show. You ever had a fan fucking deck you? Or how do you how do you feel about that? Isn't that some crazy shit? Yeah, I mean it was a woman, you know, and it, I don't, I don't look. If you're at a show, it's a show. Right. You know, so you have to just figure it, you know, it, you know, it's basically we're acting a little up there, you know, too. And we're pushing a little further than our beliefs sometimes. And, uh, you don't fucking get offended. You know, you don't throw a punch, you know, especially a sucker punch, you That's know. so fucked and, up. Can you imagine being, Nick was standing there talking, I'm what, to her father or some shit? He came up for a meet and greet, said, hey, how are you? I'm fuckface Magoo. Uh, blah blah blah. My daughter would like to, and then she fucking just punched him, right? Isn't that the story? Oh, I don't know. You see, I don't know the whole story, but that—that's uh, even worse. That's what I like heard. That. That's what I heard, and that's—that is crazy. I don't know if you've ever seen some shit like that. I don't know how I would react. I think somebody might catch an uppercut in that situation. <laughs> I fucking hit you with a chair, bitch. <laughs> that's not okay. Yeah, no, one time I had this little guy I was abusing, and, and, you know, I was counting my money. It was me and Florentine, and you know, I get paid, I'm counting my money. And he goes, I should get to have that for being part of your act. And I was like, yeah, whatever, you know. And he kept going, and he wouldn't stop. And then he took a, he took a swing at me, and I just put my head back, and he missed. And he took another swing, and he missed. And then I just fucking just went back and fucking kicked this motherfucker, right? Right. <laughs> And he went flying into the wall. 
and they threw me out of the club. You know? It's always the last punch, man. That's the... But that's what I'm saying, yeah, because I fucking, you know, or kicked them into the wall. Jim goes, i never seen somebody fly that far. It was hilarious. It was like that fucking Rick James skit when uh, Charlie Murphy kicked him, and he was like, ah! <laughs> kicked him across the fucking room. It's good shit. I don't know. I didn't see it, but I, I, this was fucking long time ago, and it was just so fucking funny. And I was like, can you believe that shit? We're leaving. And I'm like, yeah, Jim's like, yeah, we got paid. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, did, man. I did have something I wanted to ask you about. Uh, on your mm-hmm. Twitter page, there's a couple uh, different handles that you have advertised there. And it, it looks like charities or something that you work with. Uh, was that? Oh, yeah. I, I work with the vets, you know. That's... Try to get them what they can, you know, if they need and shit. It, it's... You know, it's a very tough thing, you know, because the VA fucks them so bad, you know. Like, we had, you know, we, we me and Artie did a benefit a while back, and we had enough money to help a lot of them, you know. Whether, you know, pay their mortgage or rent, so they didn't leave their, lose their house or whatever. And now we're at the point of just getting them in the VA, getting them the right treatment, because they don't get the right treatment, you know? Yeah, Somebody had really the same stuff sad. as me from the accident, they just put them down for uh, lower back. And I'm like, dude, you have everything I have. You should be getting MRIs on your neck and then fucking uh, uh, going to a neurologist and getting your brain checked out because you definitely got a concussion and you have, you know, probably a little bit of damage to your brain, you know? Yeah. That wasn't good. Somebody rear-ended you, right? Real bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. But, you know, it's been a year or so. I mean, uh, you know, I feel better than I ever did in that year, so that's a good thing. You know, am I 100%? Definitely not. But I know that... that I, I figure out ways to be comfortable on stage and look comfortable, you know? It's kind of a weird question. I know that you've been sober for quite a few years now. Yeah, is that still mm-hmm. still going? Okay. Um, my mom was in kind of a weird little accident, and she's got some herniated discs in her back, like a lower back. And uh, she's been on yeah. painkillers for probably 10 years now. And uh, I've been trying to get her to get away from that shit, man, because I believe it's killing people for real. Like the, them drugs oh, yeah. are fucking people up. So, yeah. Uh, a lot of this new stuff with this CBD oil. Have you uh, have you looked into any of that at all? Like to help with some. If you're still having tension and like inflammation. Yeah, that, like that and dude. just regular weed. You know what I mean? Or oil weed you smoke. Right, and that's you know, what I was like, gonna say. Is I think that, that, that CBD dude in just six months of a regiment she's been taking. Now it sucks because it counteracts the weed. So if you've taken a lot of CBD, the THC can counteract, and the, you might not get as high as you normally would. But she said that in six months it's taken her pain down. You know, at least three or four notches, and now she's not taking the painkillers anymore. She's just doing CBD and a little bit of smoking at night. And I didn't know if you would fuck yeah. with that at all. You know, it's weird with like recovering addicts or people that are trying to be clean and sober. Like weed is one of those. Yeah, weird it is. Uh, yeah. To me, I don't look at it as something that is a drug. I don't. I look it. at it as something that can help you actually now. Okay. And uh, you know, so I just don't drink. You know, and I don't do coke. So you know, so to me, I'm sober. Bob Levy. 
I believe you're doing the Lord's work, and I know that kind of you're on some bullshit times right now with your fucking AC, but I hope that uh, everything straightens out for you and you can can get back on your goddamn horse and uh, get back in the mix. Um, yeah, it's been fucking hell beneath in this heat. It's starting to get warm again, and i got to bring this fucking AC back to this guy, and he better not give me fucking shit. That's all i got to say, because this will be... This will be like, oh, yeah, this was the last interview he did before he was put in jail for 10 years. Well, the good news is there's AC in jail, kind of, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I would say I would be better than here now <laughs> at this point, you know. Right. Well, hey, is there anything uh, you'd like to give, the uh, plugs, website, anything like that, any upcoming shows you'd like to go? This will well, be out next weekend. I so. can go to acjokes.com. I'm in Atlantic City a lot. Just click on those nights and see what show it is, and my name will be in it. You know, and sometimes I do two shows in one night there. Uh, and go to artiequitter.com, and you'll find out dates I'm doing with Artie. You know, we're going to get them all up soon. You know, there's a few up now, but there'll be more coming. And uh, But acjokes.com has everything that, you know, I'm going to be with them a lot. Okay? Wonderful. Been a pleasure, Bob. And uh, hey, I hope, I hope it's been fun. The best, buddy. And you keep in touch. <laughs> no, well, you keep in touch, you fuck. I will, motherfucker. <laughs> <I'll talk to laughs> All right, bye. All right, brother. Have a good one. Yes, sir. Oh Lord, that was cool, man. I had to go take a piss. I didn't want to tell him. <laughs> oh shit. I feel bad now, but it's cool. I think he was probably ready to get off anyway. Oh! Anywho, I hope you enjoyed that uh, little conversation there. That was good times. So, uh, if you'd like to get at me, it's at PoBoyPod on Twitter, at JodyB501 for me, that motherfucker. Sponsors are Spunk Lube, when you want to get your fuck on and you need some lube, just take a wick, wipe it in your pubes, get your fuck on Spunk Lube, yeah. Uh, SpunkLube.com, go there, get some slippery on your dick. We have Merch.com, you can get all the swag, the shirts and hoodies and all that bullshit got some more stuff coming it'll be fun i had a really good time today man i was kind of nervous because i didn't know you know exactly how this was gonna go but i think it went well bob levy's a good dude he's a a fucking filthy animal (laughs) but that's okay those are the kind of people that i enjoy those are my people and uh hey if you're one of my people that's great Appreciate you coming along for the ride, and I love you. I'm going to get out of here. Y'all have a good weekend. Bitch.
Jesus, jokes are funny. I'm a low life. I got a dirty mind, a gutter mouth. I'm making time. I'm going out with your wife. Cause I'm a low life. I'm a low life. I got kids I never seen, and they mama's 17. I'm a low life. Keep cocaine upon my nightstand. I'm a low life. 